Welcome, welcome all to another episode of the best podcast on earth. See what I did there? The best. Uh, Targo, what you drinking today? How you doing, man? I am drinking Talking Cedar Raspberry Blonde. Ooh. I've not had this before, so let's give her a taste, shall we? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that face says it all. <laughs> Yeah, not the best. Would not no. recommend. <laughs> no, I would almost say that looked like it was sour. <laughs> it was. It was the aftertaste. I don't, it was. Yeah. It's very raspberry. Very okay. Ugh. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe if I could share beer with you through the camera, then I would. Because <laughs> I am drinking peanut butter porter from Humble Abode Brewing. And I know you tried this with me. Yeah, it's a good beer. It's so good. That's a good mm. one. Smells like peanut butter. It's like a it peanut butter it's cup. It's not overpowering peanut butter like uh, Belching be- Beaver is, which makes it much better. And it's a porter, not a stout. So it's got everything I ever want in it. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. Much better than to your chagrin. I, I'm sorry. Uh, anyways, those are our brews. Unfortunately for Targo, uh, it's not a good <laughs> one. let's get to some banter. Welcome to Bruise and Banter. All right. Today we are covering games the 23rd of February to March 1st and covering the FIFA Best Awards. Oh, there we go. And we'll do some uh, live reactions to the Puskas Award nominees because uh, other than about three of them, we haven't seen them yet. So you get to watch along with us if you watch us on YouTube. Speaking of which, make sure to follow us on YouTube. Follow our Facebook page. Check out our Facebook group. Get in on the discussions who you think should win the FIFA Best Awards. Make sure to check out our TikTok. We post some pretty fun stuff over there, some behind-the-scenes stuff, some rants if we need to have them. And then check out our Instagram as well as well as checking out Redbubble. Help us keep doing this. We have some fun merch, and uh, one of these days we might be wearing them. We'll see. Thanks for reminding me. I need to get on that. I know. We need to get on that. Uh, All right. The 24th of February. We start with the English Premier League and Fulham against Wolverhampton Wanderers. How do you see this one going? High-flying Fulham, man. They're playing really well. Wolves are have a little bit of a resurgence, but man, I don't know if Wolves have enough here. I mean, they're coming off a loss to Bournemouth, so... Yeah, uh, but they're coming off a couple wins. I mean, they beat Liverpool. Yeah. But Fulham, they just beat Brighton. That was a huge win for them. I think if if Wolves can get a draw, that'd be a fantastic result for them. I agree. Uh, however, this one's at Craven Cottage, and Fulham are high-flying. Uh, they, I believe they have a chance to go level on points with Newcastle. Newcastle, yeah. Um, which would be huge for them. I mean, if you would have told me this two months ago, that Fulham would be tied with, potentially tied with Newcastle at this point in the season, I would have called you high. Uh, but that's not uh, the case now because Newcastle can't win. They only draw. Um, I think Fulham's going to win this game. 
at Craven Cottage. I think it'll probably be like a one nil two one. Yeah, I think I gotta agree with you. Next up, this one's pretty big for the bottom of the table. Um, we got on the twenty fifth. We got Everton against Aston Villa. Everton are not exactly doing well, but they're showing signs of improvement under Sean Dyche. Aston Villa did really well when Unai Emery got hired. They were doing very good, had the most points in the league for a while under that same time span. And then lost three games, a couple on the bounce. Yeah. (laughs) Three games. Yeah, that'll do that. Three games on the bounce. Um, So, I mean, Villa are sitting. They're in 11th. 11th. Yeah. Everton in 16th. Yeah, uh, Everton need the points. They need they this win, man. If they can get a win, that would be huge for them. They're at home. Their tactics worked very well against Arsenal when they beat them 1-0. If they can put in the same sort of performance, I don't see why they can't do the same thing against Villa. Yeah, I I think you're right. I do. I think Everton under Sean Dyche, you know, could be a new a team reformed. Mm-hmm. And could could get a result here, but man, I don't know Villa. They're good. They were until three games ago. Yeah, but comparatively, yeah, I, I think I got to give it to Villa. I I'm gonna go Aston Villa with the win on this one. Aston Villa's dropped three on the bounce. Everton have looked better, but still not there yet. Maybe a I'm draw. gonna go with the draw. Yeah, nil nil. Um, I, I just don't see anything to separate these two at, um, yeah, at Everton. So next up, we got Leeds United against Southampton. Another this one, is a at the bottom huge, the- huge game for the relegation. Yeah, 19th against 20th. Southampton have a chance to hop out of the relegation zone with a win here. Yeah, man. I- Same with Leeds, I guess, technically. Where's this game at? This game's at uh, Ellen Stadium. Yeah, I won't, <laughs> I would say Leeds are the better team and should win this game. So I, I'm, I'm gonna stick by that. I think Leeds should win this game. I I agree. I Leeds should win this game, hands down. However, there's this guy. His name's James Ward Prowse. <laughs> you give up free kicks. He seems to just put them in. Anyways, just ask Chelsea fans. Yeah. Uh, Leeds should have more than enough quality to beat Southampton. I'll be honest with you. Do I see them winning this game? The form they're in? I don't know, but they're at home. So I'm going to have to agree with you. I think Leeds will win this one. I'm I'm probably going to get some slack for this, but I almost want Leeds to get relegated now after they fired Jesse Marsh. Not gonna lie, I'm salty about that. Slack for it. It's just more of a very undeserved firing of Jesse Marsh. I'm salty about it. I'm very salty about it too. Especially he just signed Winston McKinney and didn't even get a chance to use him. Played him in one game. Yeah. I and then Brad Armis wins the next one when he's played his second game for Leeds. So I don't I don't get it. Um do Leeds have a full-time manager by the time this game kicks off? 
I don't know. That's tough to say. I mean, who do they hire? I guess, does Southampton have a full-time manager by the time it's kicked <laughs> off? Because it could just be two interim managers playing each other. So It could be. I, I think it might be, honestly. I mean, we're at... Yeah, they only got a couple days here for uh, a manager. I, I think it could be interim still. Maybe might see some rumors start flying around. Yeah, I mean, we saw rumors of Jesse Marsh signing for Southampton, but they only wanted to offer him a six-month contract. I don't understand a six-month contract. That doesn't make any sense to me. That's, yeah. Why not just hire him full-time? He's a great coach. So, um, If Southampton can sign Jesse Marsh, I think Southampton win this game. I hope they do win the game then. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll see. I mean, it's got huge implications for the relegation zone. I think it's probably more likely to end in a draw than a Southampton win. Well, we'll say this. Whoever loses that game will be bottom of the table. 100%. Um, and if it's a draw and West Ham United loses, then uh, West Ham could potentially go 19th. So Leeds would jump above them on goal differential. All right. Next up. We got Leicester City against Arsenal. Leicester City's been uh, on a bit of a good run of form of late, especially their 4 to 1 win over Tottenham. They Arsenal, did just lose, though, to Man United, but I will yeah. say they played pretty well. They created chances. I mean, they had the better chance in the beginning of that game. You know, De Gea having to come up with some big saves. So this will be a test for Arsenal. I, I agree. Um, Leicester's playing the way we think they should be playing and have, should have all season. But it's Arsenal. I mean, they, they've only had pretty much one bad game all season, arguably, where they lost to an Everton side who got the new manager bounce. I mean, they played better than Manchester City when they lost to them. It's For just me, I keep all going back be, to that game at Brentford. Yeah, but that was, uh, I don't, I mean, if you want to get me started again on VAR calls, we can yeah. go there. But I mean, just even, not even that call, the way Brentford played and the way that game But this went. is Brentford versus Leicester City. Brentford is much better squad. Um, I just, I don't, I don't see Arsenal losing this one, personally. Of course, I'm going to say they're going to win. I want them to win, but... Um, if Thomas Partey is back, there's no, I don't think there's any way Arsenal loses this game. Um, there's a potential for Gabriel Jesus to be on the bench for this one. I'd be a huge, huge, huge for Arsenal. Yeah. Um, but Jorginho has been fantastic. So he doesn't look bad. Yeah. You're not wrong. I'm going to go with the wild card in this game is going to be if. James Madison is healthy or not. He has been lately, so... Has been, but, you know... You know that all it takes is one kick to the shin and training (laughs) to be out for the next game, so... Yeah. That'll be the wild card. He seems to play well against Arsenal, so... Hopefully, he's healthy so we get an interesting game. I think if he's not, then this is a blowout. Arsenal don't have anyone in as good of a form as Marcus Rashford, so I think this will be pretty close. Um, I would go with like a 2-1. to one. Most likely score for me, Arsenal winning. Yeah, something similar is what I would what I would say. 
But Arsenal need to keep grinding out points. I think they will um, keep that title charge alive. They've just been too consistent for me this season to see them losing this game. Next up, we got another bottom of the table clash. You know, West Ham United against Nottingham Forest. Nottingham Forest has actually not been in bad form of late. I mean, coming off a draw against Manchester City, and everyone expected them to lose. Um, credit to Nottingham Forest for drawing that game, but that was more of Manchester City losing that game that, or drawing that game than Nottingham Forest showing up. So, Yeah, not being clinical, they're finishing Man City. Yeah. And Nottingham um, Forest get one late, and there you go. A win here for West Ham could see them go within two points of Nottingham Forest and jump out of the relegation zone. How do you see this going? I think West Ham get the win. I mean, if I'm yeah. being honest, I think they're a better team than Nottingham Forest. It's at the London Stadium, so they're at home. I know West Ham, they're coming off a loss. But, yeah, and then before that, they had a couple draws. But, yeah, man, they need a win. They really do. If yeah. David Moyes doesn't win this game, I would I would be looking at his job a little bit more I, closely I, there. I agree. Um, I think this is a more of a must-win game for West Ham than Nottingham Forest and David Moyes. Ooh. Yeah. They lose this game as alarm bells. Um, I, I agree. I think West Ham win this one, though. He's got too much going forward to not win this game. Uh, Nottingham Forest haven't clicked yet. Um, it's just going to be how wasteful are West Ham in the attacking third, I think. I'm going to go one nil. Yeah, I think honestly it's going to be if West Ham can create anything. Yeah, wild card Jared Bowen. Wild card Jared Bowen, man. There you go. Um, next up we have Bournemouth <clears throat> against Manchester City. Manchester City struggling away from home this season, which is weird because it's the same amount of noise from their fans as a home game. So I, you know. Uh, Bournemouth coming off a undeserved win, I guess I should say, against Wolves. City off a draw against Nottingham Forest. How do you see this one going? Going one way, man. How do you not see this going one way? Bournemouth don't look very good. Yeah, they got that win against Wolves. But, yeah, they don't they don't look good. I, I, I mean, City have to win this game. No, I, I'm going to go with City taking some aggression out on Bournemouth in this game. Another and Holland Bournemouth, hat trick. Bournemouth dropping into the relegation zone. I'm going to go with, you know, I'm going to go outside the box here. I think Julian Alvarez starts this game. Holland gets a rest. I'm going to go with the Alvarez hat trick. Okay. <laughs> uh, next up we have that forever drawing Crystal Palace against a resurgent Liverpool. How do you see this one going? So it's at Selhurst Park, man. Crystal mm-hmm. Palace at Selhurst Park are good team. Having said that, this resurgent Liverpool team, I think, will be a little too much for them. Yeah, especially um, in, you know Wilfred Zaha hasn't been playing. No, he's out, he's out hurt. Uh, I yeah, think he's got pulled hamstring. He's out for a couple more weeks. Is he? I know he's been out for the past at least couple games, but yeah, man, I don't, I don't see Crystal Palace getting anything. I'd like to say. I, I know they're usually my bold team I like to go on, but... Are you going to call a draw on this one? No, I think I'm going to go with a Liverpool win. <laughs> the way Liverpool um, played against Newcastle, I think. Yeah. It's hard a little for too me much to bet against Liverpool forward. after that. 
Um, yeah, this one's tough. I think it's all going to depend on the result against Real Madrid. Because remember, Crystal Palace don't have a game midweek in Spain. Liverpool does. Um, it, they haven't really had to travel that much. They got a short break. Um, I'm going to go with the draw. Okay. Surprise, surprise. Switching, switching sides here, huh? Yeah, it's it's more of the because Liverpool is just now getting healthy, and they have to travel to Spain and back, and it's at Selhurst Park. I think that's the big thing. It's at Selhurst Park. Yeah, so I I think this one's a draw. I would love to see a Palace win, but I think it's more likely Liverpool wins this than Palace does. So, still going with a draw. Next All up right. on the 26th, we have the big London Derby of the London weekend. London Derby, yeah. Tottenham Hotspur against Chelsea. Team that can't seem to keep teams out of the net against a team that can't put the ball in the net. How do you see this one going? I mean, this is going to be a cracker of a game. I think Spurs might get one over on Chelsea the way Chelsea have been playing. Yeah, I mean, Spurs are so good on the counter. They're so good. You know, Harry Kane and either Richarlison or Hungman Son. Like, just Harry Kane playing those balls over the top. They're just so good on the counter. I don't see Chelsea being able to defend it. But at the same time, Chelsea seem to be a bugged two team for Spurs. Spurs yeah. sometimes just can't seem to beat them. Yeah. So maybe a draw. You going to go with that? I think I'll go with a draw. Yeah. Okay. What's the scoreline? Because I'm going to guess you're going to say like nil-nil. I was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with, uh, I think Chelsea finally score a goal, but I still think Spurs are going to win it 2-1. to one. Um, I just, it's the counter for me. I think Chelsea have the majority of possession and Tottenham just catch them on the break because that's the best, that they, that's the, the way they play this season. Um especially if Antonio Conte is back. Um, I think you're probably right if Conte is back, and I think if he's not, I think Spurs win this game. (laughs) Going with it. All right, and in England, the final match of the weekend. Trophy on the line, the Carabao Cup final, Manchester United against Newcastle United. This is a huge game for Newcastle having not won a major trophy in about 60 years or longer. Manchester United is six. Um, The form of Marcus Rashford is going to be a big difference in this game. And Newcastle are on their third string goalie. Who do you think is going to win this one? I think that's the biggest factor, man. Nick Pope being suspended for this game. Dubrovka cup tied for this game, having played for Manchester United. I got to give it to United on this one, man. Yeah. I mean, maybe it goes to extra time. PKs in Newcastle might have a chance. I think it's going to be more up to how many shots Newcastle gives up. Because they have a good defense, but great defense. However, that was third string goalie. Yeah. Um, I don't know if Carius starts this one. I think be... they'll have the maybe the youngster play. Isn't yeah, yeah. I I want Newcastle to win. I will be one hundred percent honest. 
for those of you that are Manchester United fans, whatever, I don't care. Um, <laughs> I want Newcastle to win because they are a massive club and they deserve a trophy, even if they weren't the richest. Richest. I will say that would be a huge coup to Eddie Howe as a manager. One hundred win that trophy, and I think he deserves it. Um, however. I think Ten Hag is twice the coach that Eddie Howe is. So I want Newcastle to win, but I think Manchester United's going to win. <laughs> I think Marcus Rashford probably has one or two in this one. Yeah, and I got to give it to Man United as well. I just, Marcus Rashford's so hot right now. I I can't bet against him. <laughs> now, if Marcus Rashford's injured for this game or something like that happens, no, makes it a little bit more interesting. Yeah, I mean, if Marcus Rashford doesn't start, Say Ten Hag wants to give him a rest. Oh, you I don't, don't give him a see rest. This is for a final, man. This is for a yeah. trophy. I don't see it happening, but if he did, then I'd give Newcastle a chance. But I don't think they really stand much of a no. chance because they can't score goals. So, And they have to at least score one to win the game. And I don't think they win on penalty kicks. Too much pressure. So, yeah. I hope Newcastle wins. I'm picking Manchester United. How about you? All right. Yeah, that's I think United went in as well. Okay. All right, off to Germany, the Bundesliga on the 25th. There's some big games this round in the Bundesliga. We got RB Huge Leipzig games, against man. Eintracht Frankfurt. Man, this is going to be exciting. We got two teams that play pretty free-flowing and very attacking. How well, do you this think is 5th versus 6th. Yeah chance to get closer to Bayern Munich. Yeah, so that's going to be a huge game. I have no idea who will win that game. That's going to be a close one. I'm going to go with kind of the same prediction as I just did. I want Leipzig to win this game. I love watching them. They're one of my favorite teams. Um, Frankfurt's so good going forward, but they can't keep the ball out of the net. So I'm going to go an exciting 3-3 draw. I'm going to go Frankfurt get the win. There Only you go. because I've been to Frankfurt, so I have something to associate with that city. <laughs> there you go. Um, just make sure you're eating a Frankfurter while you're watching it. <laughs> okay, I'll make sure of that. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't help myself. All right, next up, we got Hoffenheim against Borussia Dortmund. Dortmund are on fire. I think Dortmund win this game. Yeah. Hoffenheim are sitting in 15th on 19 points. Dortmund are high flying right now, man. Yeah. Probably one of the hottest teams in Europe right now since the new year began. I agree. Uh, but I think the most important thing is Dortmund has a chance to hop over Bayern Munich and get into first. Yeah, depending on how other results go. Yeah. Don't play spoiler. Um, okay, next. Another big game on the 26th. We have Freiburg against Bayern Leverkusen. Freiburg need to win games. that game. They do need to win that game. Um, they lose. Bayern Leverkusen goes up to, I mean, they go up to eighth place. Uh, but if Freiburg wins, they go level on points with Bayern Munich and Borussia Dortmund and Union Berlin. <laughs> Again, depending on how other results go. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <clears throat> Potentially. 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 There, there's the word. There's the word. Um, I I think I'm going to go with uh, Bayern Leverkusen win in this one. Yeah, Bayern Leverkusen are fun to watch, man. Oh, so fun. 
They, they like the Squirgles, but they also like to concede so them. Good. I love it. Great for us neutrals. <laughs> yes. Those are the games that we strive to watch, especially us Americans. Um, okay. Next up, the big, big, Ooh, big yeah. game in Germany of the weekend. First versus third, both level on points. Bayern Munich against Union Berlin. This one's Ooh. at the Allianz Arena. Ooh, big game. Big, big game. How do you see it going? Uh, probably Bayern Munich's way. As much as it kills me. It doesn't really kill you. It's because that's how everything goes for Bayern Munich. Um, <laughs> I, I think that this one will end in a draw. Union Berlin have been... That'd be a fantastic result for Borussia Dortmund then, then if they can win. It would be. It would be. Um, I just... I, I don't see Union Berlin winning this game. Yeah. I don't. But Bayern Munich have been very leaky in defense, and they're without Upa Meccano. So... It might be yeah, better without Upa Meccano. They player. might be. We'll see. <laughs> um, but, I, yeah, I, I think it's well in a draw. Okay. It'll be an interesting one. Make sure to check it out. Definitely. It will be on ESPN+. Plus. Uh, next up, we're going to fly over to Spain, where we have some very notable games, Targo. What do we got? Yeah, we have the good Madrid derby. Real Madrid versus Atletico Madrid at the Bernabeu. Should be a fun one. That should, it's always feisty, man. That's always a feisty so affair. Feisty. Yeah. A lot of yellow cards every once in a while, red. Probably we'll see a red, yeah. Probably we'll see a penalty. It's usually both red <laughs> and a penalty. Um, not either. Yeah, one. Atletico, man, they've been kind of eking out a couple little, little wins here. They haven't lost in their last five games. They got four wins and a draw in their last five. For Real Madrid, they got three wins, a loss, and a draw. I mean, this is a must-win game for Real Madrid. Let's be honest. Every game's a must-win game right now for Real Madrid if they want to keep pace with Barcelona. Yeah. And with Barcelona not playing until the next day, I mean, this is huge. Barcelona have a chance to go 11 points ahead of Real Madrid. Madrid have the chance to close the gap to five points if they win this. How do you see it going? Man, I don't know. This one's a tough one. So I will say Real Madrid... They look good against kind of some of these smaller teams, but they're letting chances get through on goal. And I think against a better team, they convert some of those chances. Mm -hmm. But having said that, I also think Atletico are a little prone to maybe letting in a goal or two. They both have the same amount of goals allowed at 17. Yeah. Real Madrid have scored 15 goals more. And so, but I, yeah, I, I think. I think Real Madrid's honestly been a little wasteful up top. Mm-hmm. I've seen Vinny Jr. make some miss some chances. So I, I don't know. I, I think I, I see it going Real Madrid's way. I really do. So that's I'll say them. I'll say Real Madrid get the win here. I I know that Real Madrid really really have to win this game. However, Atletico Madrid are going to be playing this game knowing that their position on the table most likely won't change no matter what, unless Sociedad somehow loses. Um, 
my gut tells me Atletico Madrid, Atletico Madrid wins this game. Okay. Uh, I don't know why. I have no rhyme or reason to it. <laughs> but that's what my gut is telling me, and I never second-guess my gut. So, um, unless it's upset, and then I, I do, but, you know. <laughs> Uh, yeah, from that think, peanut butter porter or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> never upsets my stomach. It's usually what I eat. Thank you. Um, okay. Yes, I think Atletico Madrid are going to win this game. I think it's going to be very feisty and very close, like it usually is. Mm-hmm. But I just Real Madrid have been leaky and wasteful, like you said. Benzema is kind of showing his age this season. He has moments of brilliance, but otherwise non-existent. And I think that's the difference. Does Benzema show up and be his old self, or does he just play the way he has been of late? We'll see. Well, there you go. Mm-hmm. Well, moving on down, we'll look at Valencia versus Real Sociedad. So Sociedad are flying high in third place. Valencia, man, they're on a slide right now. They've lost four of their last five games. They're sitting in 18th place in the relegation zone. Mm-hmm. How do you see that one going? I see it going one way and one way only. Yep, me too. Yeah, for Sociedad. Um, I just, Sociedad are so fun to watch. They are. They are fast. They move the ball. Um, they're free-flowing. And Valencia have been awful. I mean, they've only scored 26 goals all season, but they let in 26 as well. So I don't see them keeping Sociedad out of the net, and uh, the struggles continue for Valencia. Yeah, I think I agree with you. And then moving on, we have Barcelona playing Almeria on the 26th. So as we know, Barcelona sitting in first place and Almeria are in 16th place on 22 points. Again, can only see this one going one way. Yeah, I, I think it, for me, it's the it's the stat of Almeria has let in the second most goals in all of La Liga this season. Barcelona have let in the least. The recipe for disaster for Almeria. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And it's at camp now. So, And it's at the Bernabeu. So good luck, Almeria. We wish you the best, but yeah, not going to happen. Keep it within reach, at least. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's go with one nil. I think that's it. <laughs> Barcelona have been doing that quite a bit this season. Yes, a lot. So, yeah. Uh, maybe they are out of character and win, you know, two or three nil, but I don't see. Almeria scoring a goal in this one. No. All right. Off to Italy with Italia. Serie A on the 25th. Got the uh, runaway, as you called them, champions already. Give them uh, the crown now, man. Yeah. Napoli against Ampoli. It's a mouthful. Um, I mean, I, I don't know why I put it on here. Uh, we both only see it going one direction. Yeah, I guess Temple the bigger question 12. is, how many goals does Osman score in this game? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably at least one. I'm guessing Napoli win this one, maybe a 2-3-0. Yeah. Um, I just, 
I don't I don't see an Ampoli side who's sitting in twelfth beating Napoli. Or runaway champions. Coming close to the runaway champions. Yeah. Um yeah, I, I see Napoli winning this game. All right. On the twenty sixth, we got Bologna against Inter Milan. This one, however, will be a little more interesting. How do you see it going? Yeah, Inter in second, 47 points, and Bologna, they're in eighth, 32 points. So again, Inter will be the favorites to win this game. And I probably would pick them to win this game. Do you give any credit to Bologna being at home? I don't think it'll be a runaway game. I didn't say that, okay. but I think <laughs> <laughs> I think it'll be perhaps fairly close. Yeah. I don't know. I think Inter's prone to losing games they should be winning this season. I mean, they've lost more than any team in the top seven this season. They also have yeah, the fewest they also draws have more wins than all those teams. Yeah. So it either ends in a win or a loss. That that's the and then looking at their results. I mean, of the last five games, they've lost one and drawn one and won three. So yeah, no, I I agree. I think Inter. Wins this game, but I do think it is a runaway game. So you think it's a runaway? I do. Um, <laughs> you gave me crap for saying not getting Bologna any credit for being at home. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, anyways, next up we have a top of the table bout: AC Milan against Atalanta. In previous years, this would be a heavyweight fight. Atalanta has been a little bit less than what they have been in previous years. I would call this a still only two points of the table bout. <laughs> yeah, they're three points back of AC Milan. They win this game, they go above them. Yeah, so as I said, top-ish of the table, Milan in fourth, Atalanta in sixth. So this, I mean, that should be a good one. Depends where your limit is for the top of the table. <laughs> I said top-ish of the top table. Top third? Top quarter? Almost? Not top of the table, though. No, no. Napoli is the runaway winners. Yeah, so they're not top. Honestly, I think maybe Atlanta pull one over. Yeah, yeah. Even though it's uh, at the with, San Siro, with the form of AC Milan, it's tough to disagree with you. To be honest <laughs> with you, I, we'll see what AC Milan team steps up. I mean, they've won two out of their last five, but they've won two in a row here, so maybe they get a result. You know, I don't know, man. I don't know. You got a coin handy? <laughs> yeah, that's about what it what, what is going to be like with this one. Um, I just because I you know previous seasons I loved watching Atlanta play. Like they they don't play defense, but God, are they fun to watch going forward? Um, yeah, I I, I think you might be onto something with the Atlanta win. I if AC Milan loses this game, I will actually surrender the title to Napoli. Officially, to Napoli, mm-hmm. it's Officially. already surrendered, man. I I know you've done it. I haven't. Okay, they don't have both one hand on the trophy. They got both of them, and it's lifting up in the air. How well do they have the tassels yet? That's the real question. <laughs> <laughs> what color blue is it? Um. Anyways, those are the notable games in this area. Ah, uh, there is one though in Ligue 1. Huge one. Fun to watch. We got on the 26th, we got Marseille against PSG. Recently, this turned out a Marseille win in the Coupe de France. Um, 
Marseille winning that one. Marseille's at home again. PSG has been inconsistent. Do you think they take that result against Bayern Munich out on Marseille? Or do you think this is a similar result as the last one? I hope Marseille get the win, if I'm being honest with you. It'll make the title race a little more interesting. I mean, yeah, it'll take them within two points. Yeah, so I, I want Marseille to win. And I think they have a good chance to, if I'm being honest, the way PSG have been playing. They haven't been running away with games. The last game they won, what was it, 4-3? Mm-hmm. Something like that. It took a free kick from Messi in the 90th plus to get the win. And, of course, he had an Mbappe show with two goals. Yeah. But, yeah, I think Marseille could give him problems. Marseille won this game, or this fixture, in the Coupe de France, 3-2. Uh, to two. So there's one guarantee for this game is that there will be goals. Yeah. So this will be um, a fun one to watch. It would be. Um, and I think you're on to something. I think because Marseille's at home, they got a solid squad. Um, I Mar- Mbappe is not fully healthy. Neymar's been in a rut for like three years now. Uh, Neymar got a goal in the last one. It was an ugly goal, but he got one. Still, by his standards. Um, I am. I I'm gonna have to go as a draw. I can't see this any other way. Uh, high scoring draw though. Uh, a two two maybe. Two two three three. Not one one. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm gonna go with. So. All right. Next up, we have the across the pond, I guess you should say. We have (laughs) opening day for the MLS. Targo, let's be completely honest. How much do you care? I care. I don't care a lot, but I care. (laughs) That much, that much, that much, that much. There you go. About that much. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, MLS opening day. It's always good to see the home league come back. I will say. I mean,. The skill level of the MLS has been getting better and better. It's getting better. Yeah. Um, The style of play, however, is the only reason why I don't watch it. It is tough, man. Like, you'll see a ball get hit up in the air. It's so slow. And I'm just yelling at a player, control it. Bring it down. Bring the ball down. Bring it down. It's so slow. It's just bouncing back and forth up in the air. That's why most Americans say soccer sucks. It's because they look at the MLS. And I'm sorry, that's not the right league to look at. It's not to have fun watching soccer or football, whatever you want to call it. But either way, MLS at times is fun to watch. I will say I love the MLS once it comes down to playoffs. Yes. The one thing they have that no other country does is playoffs. And that's fun, man. When you get those games where everything's on the line. Yeah. Um, And they don't do two legs anymore. So it's just a one-off which makes it so much more fun because anybody can beat anybody. It's amazing. So that being said, on the 25th, the opening game, we got Nashville SC against New York City Football Club. you have any predictions for this game? <laughs> it's hard, man. First game. <laughs> I mean, going off last year, Nashville, they weren't a bad team. They finished fifth in Western Conference. And then New York finished third in the Eastern Conference. So maybe give the edge to New York. Honestly, I haven't seen what moves they've made on in the offseason. So it's hard to predict the first game, man. Yeah. 
Um, I know New York City FC is uh, affiliated with Manchester City, and because of that, I'm going to pick Nashville to win. However, <laughs> Nashville might have the ugliest jerseys in the MLS, so, you know, it's hard for me to pick between that and that. A team's association and then their jerseys. You hate yeah. them both. <laughs> yeah, like I can't watch them because their jerseys are so ugly. And you got another one who's affiliated with a bunch of cheaters. So I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I. all of that aside, I do occasionally watch MLS games, even if they're not the Sounders. And Nashville impressed me last year. Being a newly created club, club I they're fun. I mean – Fifth place is really good for an yeah, expansion for team. First, first time. Yeah. Um, New York City went to went deep into the playoffs. They're a good squad. But I think Nashville gets this one. Next up, we have Inter-Miami, owned by David Beckham. You know how much I enjoy him. Uh, against Montreal <laughs> FC. Um, or CF Montreal. Damn Canadians. Um, Montreal finished second last year. Inter-Miami coming off an improved season. Have some of the coolest looking kits in the uh, MLS. And they're owned by David Beckham with some star power. I believe Gonzalo Higuain plays for them still. I think so. Yeah. And Blaise Matuidi play for him too? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I only see one result by the uh, ex Terry Henry managed club, CF Montreal. Yeah, I think I gotta give it to them too. Yeah, they're. I mean, it's in Miami, which is much warmer than Montreal is this time of year. Um, but I, I still only see Montreal winning this one. Um, next up, we have Philadelphia Union coming off their loss on penalties in the MLS Cup. Final against the forever and always consistent Columbus Crew. How do you see this one going? Philadelphia. Yeah, they're good. They're like one of my favorite teams to watch in MLS. Yeah, they were a good team last year. We'll see how they do this year. Yeah, um, this is in Philly. I see Philly winning this one. Next up, we have... El Trafico. El Trafico. First game of the season. This one's in uh, Carson. Uh, Galaxy against LAFC. That stadium in Carson's pretty nice. I know we've been there. We saw Arsenal play Bayern Munich there. Yep. Um, But the the thing with that stadium is, is the fans aren't really close to the field. Like, they're not. No. So... Um, LAFC coming off their MLS Cup win. How do you see this going? Honestly, I think Galaxy get the win. Seems like whenever teams come off a championship win, it takes them a minute to get going. Yeah. Um, I think the Galaxy are terrible. Um, coming off finishing. Hold on, I got to scroll down. Fourth. Fourth. Yeah. I could only see the Eastern Conference, not the Western. That's right. Um, yeah. I, I see this going one way and one way only, and it's a draw. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next up, we have the forever hated in our households, Portland Timbers, 
against Sporting Kansas City. I will always... Timbers have been like perennially good. Like they're they're not bad ever, and it makes me mad. <laughs> They've been bad a couple times. Like bad? No. Okay. Yeah. Um, Sporting Kansas City. Um, yeah, they're coming off an okay year as well. No, they're not. I mean, they're only seven points behind the Timbers. So. Um, That's not good, though. They're in 12th of 14th. Yeah, I'm just trying to, like, play down how and bad they the win Sounders it just were a couple last years year, ago. okay? They won it a couple I'm, years ago, too. I remember it was against the Sounders, wasn't it? Yes. Um, I, I'm i just trying to play down how bad the Sounders were last year, so. Yeah, they were terrible. They just behind the Sounders. Um. Yeah, I, I see the Timbers winning this one. This one's in Portland. That place is a fortress. It's loud. It's obnoxious. The fans are right on top of the players. I see it going Portland's way. I'll go with Kansas City. Okay. I hope you're right. Me too. That's why I'm going with it. Next up <laughs> on the 26th, we have our local hometown squad, the Seattle Sounders, fresh off their first year not making the playoffs. Uh, of their loss too in the club world cup. In the club world cup, yes, I was getting to that. Thank you very much. Um, in the club world cup, they looked like they had sea legs, not fit preseason fitness legs. It was bad. Colorado Rapids, owned by the owner of Arsenal, Stan Kroenke. However, um, these teams finished level on points last season. I mean, no, they didn't. Two points off. Um. Yeah, they both sucked last season. I guess that's my point. Yeah, they um, did. <laughs> how do you see this one going? It's in Seattle. Going with the Sounders, man. Come that on, Seattle. Is, that crowd is loud and obnoxious, and I, oh, love I will it. say I have seen them lose opening games in Seattle before. A lot, more often than not, I would say. However, I think because they played in the Club World Cup, they had a, a game fresher. to get under their belt. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to, I was go thinking with, that too. I'm going to go with the Sounders winning this yeah. one just because they played in the club world cup. Okay. Now that we're done with the games, let's get to the fun part. Let's do the it. FIFA best awards. Um, the ones that really actually matter because the Ballon d'Or is voted on by the French. So, um, we'll start off with the, I mean, ultimately the most important one, um, the FIFA best men's player of the year. It's quite a lot of nominees. Uh, I'm going to go through them really fast. So that way we don't spend a ton of time on it. And we can talk more on who we think have a chance to win. We have uh, Julian Alvarez, Jude Bellingham, Kareem Benzema, Kevin De Bruyne, Erling Holland, Ashraf Hakimi, Robert Lewandowski, Sadio Mane, Kylian Mbappe, Lionel Messi, Luka Modric, Neymar, Mohamed Salah, and Vinicius Jr. Pretty good list. Yeah, those are all really good players. Yeah, I would argue that some of them don't deserve to be there. Oh, yeah, I would too. I mean, honestly, Um, I think this is down to three people on that list. Yeah, give me your top three and then who wins it. My top three, Lionel Messi, Kylian Mbappe. Erling Holland, Messi wins it. Okay. Um, I think you're on to something. Uh, <laughs> my top three are Messi, Mbappe, and Mane. 
Um, I think Erling Holland will be in the top three next year. Um, but the reason why I think Lionel Messi wins it, I think it's a dead giveaway because Julian Alvarez is included on this list and he doesn't deserve to be. <laughs> the so, World Cup. Just yeah. because of the World Cup is the reason why he's on this list. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. Um, and that shows me a bias towards the World Cup winners, which means Lionel Messi will win. Agreed. Yeah. Um, next up, we have the best FIFA men's coach. This is an interesting list. I was actually kind of surprised with some of these inclusions. We got Carlo Ancelotti of Italy and Real Madrid. I should say he's Italian coach. Yeah. Real Madrid. Didier Deschamps, French national team coach. Pep Guardiola of Manchester City. We got Willard Rigraoui. I think I pronounced that right. Rigraoui, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, he did Widad AC and the Moroccan national team. Uh, and then Lionel Scaloni of Argentina, who won a World Cup. I know who I want to win, but I don't think he's going to. Yeah, I think we both want the same person, the Moroccan coach. Yeah, yeah. I, I think with that performance in the World Cup, he deserves to win it. Um, But knowing what FIFA usually decides, I honestly, I think that Carlo Ancelotti wins this one. Yeah, after winning... Champions League. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I also, I think that he should win it. I think Scaloni might win it just because of the World Cup. So. Next yeah, it's up. tough on World Cup years. Yeah, it's really tough. And it's even worse in years where World Cup is, or year that World Cup is in the winter. So. Yeah. Next up, we have the FIFA men's goalkeeper of the year. We have Allison. Of Liverpool and Brazil. We got Yassine Bounou of Sevilla and Morocco. We got Thibaut Courtois of Belgium and Real Madrid. Ederson of Brazil and Manchester City. And Debu himself, Emiliano Martinez of Argentina and Aston Villa. This is a solid list. Yeah. I wouldn't be upset if, well, I might get upset if Ederson wins. But other than that, I I really and I guess maybe Allison. But the other three, I mean it's a toss up. Yeah, I feel like it could be two. I mean Thibaut Courtois obviously for club, fantastic. And then again, World Cup year, Emiliano Martinez, man. Had some fantastic sauce in the World Cup. Yeah. And then you got Bruno, who He was amazing. Came out of nowhere. But he's also plays for Sevilla, so he's coming off a Europa League win, I believe, right? Yeah. So, I think this will go to Thibaut Courtois. I think either but Thibaut I want, Courtois or Emiliano Martinez. I want Martinez. Emmy to win it. I do. I think it'll be between those two. I do, too. Okay. Now the time you've all been waiting for. We will do our live reactions to the Puskas Award nominations. Targo, do you want me to announce them before you start playing them? Go ahead. Um, okay. First, we have Mario Balotelli. You remember him? Uh, for Adana Demispor against somebody else in the Super League. All right. Let's check this out. What we got? 
There you go, Mario Balotelli, man. I forgot he was still playing, if I'm being honest. Right. 10,000 stepovers. 10,000 and a... Okay. Wow. Yeah, that's the Balotelli we all know and love. (laughs) A bunch of unnecessary movement, but man, that was beautiful. The stepovers. He had so many stepovers. So many. And then the Rabona. I don't... Why? It doesn't make sense. Anyways. All right, this next one. Who's this one by? This is Amadine Henri for Barcelona against our Olympic Leon against Barcelona in the championship. Okay. Oh, crunching tackle. A tackle. Wins the ball. No, there's no way. Oh my <laughs> oh. god. Woo. That was what a beauty. Right. And the fact she won the ball too. Yeah. That slide tackle was amazing. That was amazing. And that strike. Holy crap. Okay. Man, these are some good ones. Uh, next up, we got T.R. Hernandez for AC Milan against Atalanta. I think I've seen this one. That Van Persie header, it will always forever. <laughs> yeah, I've seen this one. Watch, he carries his ball up pretty much three quarters the field. This is him right here. I'm not mistaken at left back. Yeah, no, he's he's taking it the whole way, man. He takes it to the house. I've seen this one. No. As a left back, how do you let him do that? How do you let him run the whole length of the field with the ball? That is I don't know if that's a good goal. That's just shambolic defending. I'm sorry. <laughs> that was awful. Yeah, I, I, I saw like that one. One guy just took out three trying to tackle him. That makes no much, sense. Yeah. All right, next up we got Alu Kuol for Australia under 23s against Iraq under 23s. Okay, let's see how this one goes. This one I have not seen. Yeah, I have not seen this either. All right, comes out to the wing, across in. Bicycle kick. Oh, scorpion. Scorpion. The scorpion kick. He Not meant to do Olivier it too, Giroux, but it is nice. That was he a meant goal. to do that. Yeah, that um, was a it, beauty. Again, not quite Olivier Giroud, but that was a beaut. That angle was that was nuts. a tight angle. Yeah. Um, next up, we have Kylian Mbappe for France We've against seen Argentina this one. World Cup final. We've all seen it. <clears throat> Let's watch it one more time, though, just because it's that beautiful. It was beautiful. It would be beautiful again. Yeah, look at this. Just There it pops up. Oh, what a finish. World Cup final. What a hit, though. Like he caught all of that, of that ball. The speed of that was insane. I mean, Martinez even gets a hand to it and can do nothing. Mm-hmm. Just the power on it was... Fantastic. Too much. Too much yeah. power for... Emmy Martinez and go on Next that up, one. we got Francisco Gonzalez Metzili for Club Atletico Central Cordoba against Club Atletico Rosario Central. Oh, Rosario Central. No. Oh, what no. a volley. What a volley. So this one was a cross. What a volley. And he hits his first time, picks it out oh, of the air. And, oh. So sweet. Woo. 
That was okay. beautiful. That was beautiful. Um, I'm still going. Beautiful. At this point, I think Amadine Henri has the pick for me. She does. That was an amazing yeah. one, right? It's the all-around play. Um, next up, we got, uh, was that Mar- Marcin Oleski? Marcin Oleski, yeah. For Verta Poznan against Stahl. Yeah, some other team in the Poland League. <laughs> Looks like a oh, Sunday kick around. Is- what is this? Oh, this oh, is the Paralympics. Yeah, it's a Paralympic goal. No! Whoa! Scissor kick! It was amazing! He jumped off one foot to kick that with one foot. He didn't <laughs> use his crutches. That is impressive from that a physics super standpoint. impressive. From a physics standpoint, that is highly impressive. Wow. All right, next up we got Salma Paraluelo for Valencia against Barcelona. Yeah, don't ask me to pronounce that last name. Barcelona get done up. Oh, beautiful. Oh, the turn and the bend. Where the spiders lay their eggs. <laughs> it was for me, man. It was that right there. She pulls yeah. it back and beats the two turn, defenders. Two touches and... Upper V. That was nice. That was, yeah, really that was nice. a beautiful curler. Um, and probably my second favorite is up next. Dimitri Paye. This one I think is my favorite. P-A-O-K. And the Europa Conference. I think this one's my pick, man. This is so good. This is so good. Yeah, this, it's a slick volley. Oh, Kesh is all of it. Always <laughs> rising. And that's it. That's all we get. Um, I'm still, I'm still gonna go. Here we go. Here's a better uh, one. There you go. That's oh. Um, I still think the the para, the uh, was it Marcin Alexi? That bicycle kick. That's my favorite right now. That one's your favorite. Yeah. Just the physics in that is like impossible. I didn't me, think this was very impressive. I'm going to be completely honest with you. Yeah, I am going to agree with I you. I don't know why this is on this. Again, it's a World Cup game. It's Brazil for Charleston. Still, though, like, it's like that a was bad just a bad touch. touch. It was a bad touch. <laughs> it was a bad touch and a volley trying to make up for know, his bad make touch. up for his bad touch. I mean, it's a beautiful volley. It is. No, don't get me wrong, but. It's no Henri flick up and then volley it outside of the foot back corner, which is the original version of that. So next up, we got Alicia Russo for England against Sweden in the women's Euros. Last one. All right, let's see what this one's like. Beautiful through ball cross. Blocked. Oh! <laughs> Hello, Thierry Henry. <laughs> I did not see that coming. I did not either, and neither did the goalie. So, so this was a back heel that she <laughs> that scores. A back heel, yeah. And it goes between the goalie's legs. Oh, oh. ooh. I think I'm still going with uh, Marsan Ol- Oleksi. 
I think I can either go Dimitri Payet or that Amadeen Henry, man. Amadeen Henry is my second. Second the tackle, choice. the crunching tackle to win the ball yeah. back, and then and just then a that, blast. Was that like a 35, 40 yard drive? Oh, it was a bullet. That's all yeah. I know. Yeah. Um, probably, those are my top three. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Um, but I think, I think because of what it is, I think that Marsan wins. Yeah, that was definitely, I don't and know how you do the that. First, um, Paralympic goal scorer to win the Puskas award. That would be something, wouldn't it? Yeah, that would be huge. Uh, but I don't, I don't want to take anything away from him. That goal like defies physics. Yeah. 100%. Like, so we'll have amazing. to post these goals up on our Facebook group. So everyone else can take a look at them. Yes. And you guys tell us which one you like best. Yeah. It's, it's hard. It's going to be a difficult choice. There's a lot of really good ones on here. So, yeah. Yeah, but that brings us to this episode. Am I right? Yes, sir. All right. So that's it. So you guys, make sure, again, check out our Facebook group. We'll post these videos up there so you can see the goals. Let us know which one was your favorite. Get in on the conversation. Tell us what you'd like to hear next. You know, check us out on Instagram, TikTok, at FC. Check out the YouTube channel. You can see our reactions to these goals because there were some bangers in there, man. Let me tell you. Watch along with us if you haven't seen them. So Yeah. And, of course, check out our Redbubble. Get some merch. Help us continue doing this. We love it. We want to keep doing it. And we love all the help we can get. Yes, we do. And that's all we got. So until next time, you guys. Cheers. Cheers.